0: what is going on guys welcome to the first episode of hardball hangout the new podcast it's all about baseball i am sam your host does the nl east have a definite champion for once will the brewers run away with the central stay tuned for it and we're going to talk all about it welcome to the hardball hangout podcast we have a lot of fun i am your host sam napoli we go over some hot topics from the week of baseball we have some guests along the way we do some fun giveaways and other stuff too Patrons will get access to big giveaways, including a $100 Challengers End, which is our YouTube channel, by the way. Baseball jersey, it looks clean. You can go check it out. Link in the description. If we get enough viewers, we'll be giving away some baseball tickets, and you'll get a shout-out if you become a patron, as well as a coupon code to our store for 15% off all purchases all the time as a patron. So if you want to become a patron, you can go to patreon.com and you can do that. Because it's our first episode, I'm feeling like doing a giveaway. Let's get straight into one. If you go to our YouTube channel, link in the description and subscribe, we're doing a giveaway of a Challengers and t-shirt looks clean. It feels great. I'm wearing one right now and it just mm, so great cotton shirt that has never felt better through the loom brand. You can go get it. If you go subscribe to our YouTube channel down below, the giveaway will be happening at the end of July. So how about some baseball? Let's get into talking some more baseball. So, we're gonna go in through some MLB scores. The Reds pop 10 on the Twins. They win it 10 7. Tyler Naquin goes four for four with three RBIs. The Pirates over the White Sox six to three. Adam Frazier goes two for three with two RBIs. Yasmani Grandal goes one for two with three RBIs for the White Sox. Nats topped the Phillies 3-2 yesterday. Jan Gomes goes two for four with two RBIs. Reese Hoskins two for five with a double. And Homer, which is his 16th of the year. The Astros put up three and only three on the Orioles, who will score one. Miles Straw, two for four with two RBIs. In that game, the Royals will beat the Yankees 6-3. Ryan O'Haron with a 2 for 4 with 2 RBI. Knight, DJ LeMayhew the same. The Blue Jays over the Marlins, two to one. Vladito, two for four with two RBIs. The Braves over the Mets, three to nothing. Dansby Swanson with the three-run homer. He goes two for four with the three ribbies. The Tigers, eight to two over the Cardinals. The Cardinals below .500 at 36 and 37. Jonathan Shoup goes three for five with three ribbies in that one. Jake Rogers goes two for four with three RBIs. The Red Sox, 9-5 over the Rays. They take back the division a half a game up. Rafi Devers and J.D. Martinez with both with two-run home runs. Wander Franco, another home run. This is a two-run homer for him. The Athletics hang 13 on the Rangers. Matt Chapman with a three-run homer. He goes one for four. Ramon Laureano, three for five with three ribbies. The Cubs 7-1 over the Indians. Wilson Contreras goes two for four with two rippies. The Giants go five to nothing over the Angels. Wilmer Flores with a two-run homer in that one. Brewers do the same score, five-nothing over the Diamondbacks. Eek. Diamondbacks losing a lot as of late. Christian Yelich goes two for four with the RBI with the solo home run. The Padres, they were slacking off. They were falling. They were getting worse and worse, but they take a game from the Dodgers three to two. Jake Cronenworth goes two for four. He had a two-run homer in that one. And last but not least from last night, the Mariners go 2-1 to one on the Rockies. And Shed Long had a solo home run in that one. Those are your MLB scores. Um, the only one that I see that's really worth noting right here, I'm looking at the Padres and Dodgers game. Padres were falling out a lot. I mean, I think that they've been getting swept quite a bit as of late. The Dodgers, they've been winning as of late. They're getting their guys back, but the Dodgers seem to have a kryptonite in the Padres now, as the Padres, I believe, have the series lead on the year. But that is just such an electrifying matchup for all of baseball. It's great. I really think that it will be a great one for years and years to come. Bellinger bats against Cronenworth, Machado, Tatis. I mean, just great, great baseball. Another thing I want to see here is uh is worth noting Nord- Another thing that's worth noting here, um, you see the two NL East games uh, are both going up against each other. You got Nats over the Phillies, which we'll get to in just a minute. But you got the Braves going over the Mets. That's just pushing the Mets back. The Braves, I believe, might be tied for second right now. And just really crazy stuff going on. So the Phillies, we saw they go down to the Nats 3-2. The Nats 8-2. and two. In their last ten, let's go over all of the NL East in their last ten. The Mets and even five and five, they've been kind of lowering. The Phillies six and four, the Braves at five and five, but the Nats, as we just said, eight and two. Marlins four and six. Not much to talk about there. Aguilera has not been very good. The Nationals eight and two in their last ten. You can see Trey Turner is popping off. He's hitting three thirteen. With 387 on base and a 482 slug. The slug a little low, but still above average. But you see the 313 batting average. He is a consistent hitter. I think he might be a dark horse to win MVP right now. Like, this is a crazy, crazy thing to think about. Trey Turner having an MVP like batting average season. I believe 11 home runs, some 35, 37 RBIs, somewhere in there. Juan Soto is only hitting two seventy-six with 8 home runs. Turner carrying the Nationals right now, along with Max Scherzer, who's at a 2.21 ERA and an 8-point with a .815 whip. If you guys didn't see the game yesterday, Max Scherzer was dealing against the Phillies, and umpires come in in the middle of an inning, and they, they're trying to check him for a foreign substance, and he got so mad. He kind of looked back at the Phillies' dugout toward Joe Girardi and kind of started trash talking him. So Joe Girardi gets mad. He comes out, and Joe Girardi gets thrown out of the game because Max Scherzer gets Joe Girardi mad. That is Joe Girardi's 40th ejection in his career. But just all crazy stuff going on last night with the foreign substance stuff. Max Scherzer took off his hat immediately to show him he's got nothing. He was clean. I thought he was just having a great game, but... Uh, Joe Girardi felt otherwise, so I'm. it's kind of a stupid thing to think about. For the Phillies, Reese Hoskins has 15 home runs and 42 RBIs. He's only hitting .239, but he has a nice on-base percentage above 300 he He's got .778 OPS. He's hit 333 in the last week with 3 home runs, 10 RBIs, although with the home run yesterday, 4 home runs, 11 RBIs. Andrew McCutcheon's hitting .228, 343, 438 with 12 homers, 35 RBI. But he has been one of baseball's best hitters in June, hitting above 400 in the month of June. With a walk percentage above 16. Very good for Andrew McCutcheon. If I were to say who's going to win the NL East right now, I'd have to go with the Mets because I think the consistency... Of even when they've had injuries, they've been good still. I mean, the Phillies have been played because Bryce Harper and Raul Muto have been out quite a bit. Odulo Herrera is struggling to stay healthy. Now you've got like a uh, good bench player and Matt Joyce. you got Roman Quinn, just not able to stay healthy. You've got uh, Soso Aaron Nola. Zach Wheeler had his worst start last night, and he only gave up three runs. That should say something to you. But with that being said, the Phillies probably are the second-place team in this division, because the Braves have just been inconsistent, to say the least. I'd give the Phillies the second-place nod here. I would give the Braves third. Uh, I think it might be close with the Nats. I just, Nats are 8-2. and two. I don't think they're going to continue this hot streak. I think they might just drop off after maybe a few more days. But I don't see a playoff berth coming from the Nats. It's a little too little, too late. I know we're like only halfway through the season, but I really think that because they were like last place up until now, it's really going to be hurting them now. Let's go to the NL Central. The Cubs and the Brewers are tied at 40 and 33. As for who I think will win the division, it's gotta be Brewers. Adamus, who's come over and he's been just smacking the ball. I mean great hitter, Adamus, after coming over from the race. He said he couldn't see the balls in Tampa, and he was a very good hitter on the road, and now he's in Milwaukee and he's hitting a lot better. Yelich, Yelich is starting to come back to his form. Vogelbach's been hitting some home runs. Kane hitting for average as of late. One of baseball's best rotations. And Josh Hader, one of baseball's best relievers, if not baseball's best reliever. As for the Cubs, I think they've been dropping off as of late. I think they're going to continue to drop off. And it's going to get to the point where they're probably going to trade away Chris Bryant and a your bias. I don't think they'll trade away Anthony Rizzo as kind of like an homage to their fan base almost, because Anthony Rizzo's really been there the whole way. I think that you let him ride out this year, but Bryant and Baez, you can definitely get a lot for them. You can trade Bryant probably for five prospects and two players that are in the big leagues. Baez is probably two prospects, two players. But Chris Bryant's value has really never been higher right now and it would be so smart of the Cubs if they want to win next year and the year after and just in the future. It would be so much smarter for them to do that now. I really also think that they'd be smart to trade away Jake Arietta, probably for some better hands in the relief pitching and probably for a younger starter. If you can trade away Arietta in a package with Baez, you probably can also get some younger relievers, a younger starter in there as well. As for the Cardinals, the Cardinals are slowly falling out of contention. They're 36 and 37. Have not been hitting. They should trade away someone like De Young, maybe, for a player or two. Need to get some bullpen arms to really heat up this team. Reds heated up for a minute. Jesse Winker was their only offense. Castellanos cooled down. They're five and five in their last ten, and they're only hitting 2-12 in that stretch as a team. For the Rays, they get swept by the Mariners in fact and they've just now lost their division lead to the Red Sox who've been hot they lose to the Red Sox last night what do the Rays need to finalize this championship level team here's a quick answer they need to get a hitter like Wavier Baez that won't strike out a lot they need someone who can be the star of this team they thought maybe Joey Wendell but like it, it's like you don't have a player who you that they they don't start people consistently enough so they need to get guy like wavier baez who can really start consistently but i i just don't see i don't really see it with this team you probably can trade brett phillips and josh fleming and maybe two middle to lower tier prospects to get wavier baez like that's probably a good trade Brett Phillips has been hot as of late, but it's probably going to cool down. So, Brett Phillips, Josh Fleming, maybe one middle-tier prospect or two lower ones. We're going to get into some, like, little fun individual things here. I'm going to go with a performance of the week. Uh, I liked Reese Hoskins' performance Saturday uh, the 19th. Went three for six with two home runs, a double, seven RBIs to a 13-6 win over the Giants. Uh, Reese Hoskins he's been on and off much better player on the road than he is at home but still he smacks the ball yard quite a bit I believe 17 on the year now maybe 16 somewhere in there but he's got plus 40 40 plus RBIs so like he's probably going to be a 35 home run I would even say 100 RBI guy even though he's probably only gonna hit about a 250 average. As for the MVP of the week, let's go with Mike Ostrzymski. He went 9-for-26 with three home runs and 11 RBIs this past week. He stayed hot with the Giants. They took two of three from the Phillies after sweeping the Diamondbacks. Right, and They're playing the Diamondbacks again, which is kind of funny, but still. I mean, the Giants, they nobody expected this from them. They got guys like uh, Buster Posey. They got a guy like Carl Crawford. They're all smacking the ball yard. One guy, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but he's all—they've all just been smacking the balls. Like Buster Posey, who saw that that one coming, especially Brandon Crawford. A lot of people had some like high 30-run, third, 30-home run, 30-double 30 type expectations, but nobody saw this from Buster Posey coming. Now, a couple other little fun things I want to go into. My favorite to win AL MVP, very close between two people. You probably know who they are. Shohei Ohtani would be my favorite right now. Now, you guys are probably saying, but Vladdy is like the triple crown uh, leader right now. But I like Shohei Ohtani. I think people will see how special he is because of how he's pitching and because of how well he is hitting. 23 home runs, 51 RBIs. As I said, Vladdy probably a close second, but I still got to give the nod to Shohei Ohtani. For the NL, I got to go with Fernando Tatis Jr., 22 home runs and 50 RBIs. He's also had 54 runs scored as well as 20 stolen bases. I mean, this guy is actually the most electrifying player I think that baseball has ever seen. Fernando Tatis, I mean, Ronald Acuna might be a close-ish second, but it's still, you have to give it to Tatis at the end of the year when you think about it. The last thing I'm going to go into, I did some research. Here's a stat of the week. I used uh, fan graphs as well to help me get this one. Wonder Franco was brought up by the Rays, and in the minor leagues, if you didn't know, he actually hit a couple of home runs for them after being just brought up now. Probably the top prospect in all of baseball. He saw 639 pitches this year in uh, the minor leagues. He swung and missed at only 46. It's a 7.2% swing and miss rate. That's third best in the minor leagues this year. And it's best for players who have not played in the MLB yet. There you go. That's your stat of the week. I'd like to thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode of the Hardball Hangout. New episodes weekly. Make sure you do them. Subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you become a Patreon. I would truly appreciate it. Big giveaways coming out soon. I will see you guys in the next one where we're gonna recap next week's baseball. Have a great day everybody.